the beginning of the universe. An exhalation of matter into time. The formation of planet Earth. The rise of the dinosaurs and their extinction. The dawn of man. The beginning of the industrial revolution. The technological renaissance. All leading to Isaiah's podcast. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Podcast. Uh, it's me, Isaiah Mueller, uh, your faithful, is it faithful? I get, Yeah, it's faithful. Uh, I was going to say faithful, that would sound like something ominous is going to happen. I'm your faithful host. I All my kids died. I, I'm, it's a faithful life of mine. Anyhow, uh, I digress. I'm a faithful host. Uh, welcome to a new episode. Uh, got a cool guest today. Um, although, you know, I say that a lot. I have to, it's, it's weird the habits you find yourself saying, like, if every guest is cool, that kind of, like, uh, minimizes, like, the idea of cool. So all my guests were, like, yeah, they, they all become uh, bad people, I guess. Um, no, but uh, I got a, I got a, um, what's another word? Uh, I got a rad guest today. This is the episode where Isaiah just stops. Uh uh, my friend Tristan Miller. Uh, he is a stand-up comedian. Uh, he's a writer. Uh, he has his own podcast, uh, Positive, Positive and Negative, that I was a guest on. Uh, that was pretty cool. It was a, it was a cool experience. Uh, he has a podcast specifically about uh, mental health and uh, the effect of it uh, on the arts, which I feel like mental health and performing and performers go like really hand in hand because we're just all weird, uh, broken people. Uh, and Tristan has realized that and he made a podcast about it and that's f- awesome. Wait, maybe we can hear him. Piece of shit. Hey man. Uh, I'm here. Oh, you're here? Okay, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come down and uh and get you. Okay, cool. Okay. Be okay, be be there. Fucking hate this guy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so I'll I'll be uh I'll be right back. All right. All right. Oh, you play. Okay, great. We back. Oh, awesome. Okay, so we're back. We're back here, and Tristan has materialized. Yes, I had a full transporter, and here I am, all my molecules intact. <laughs> all yeah. of them intact. Oh, Tristan, get a little closer to the microphone. Absolutely. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Little yeah, this mic. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. now I can hear the velvety yeah, 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 voice. Totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming on, Tristan. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me, sir. Yeah, so um, I was just saying that uh, I did your podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Positive and Negative, and um, it was great. I I, I really like that uh, what we recorded there. Yeah, me as well. Um, it should be coming out uh, as of this week, this Friday. Oh so. shit! Yeah, oh snap! Out. So people can find that synergy. Synergy, man. We like we yeah. we met. We're like we gotta get the synergy on. Mm-hmm. We gotta get this thing going. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of podcasts going on. Yeah, I do. I have, I have three. I have positive and negative, which you mentioned, which is an interview podcast uh, where I talk about the correlation between mental health and the artistic temperament. And then I have Blank History Month, which is me and my friend Bridget. We we talk about a period of history for a month, 
or a topic of history for a month. Um, and then I have Elevator Pitch, which I do with my creative partner and roommate, Miles, where we are given a prompt and we improvise a fake movie based off the prompt and we're recording that today so nice. i got a lot of busy podcasting day today yeah you're really uh, you're really overhauling it yeah it's a nightmare sometimes <laughs> no fine. yeah no that's the thing man cuz a lot of people um they get like nervous when things when they have a lot of stuff going on like when things go well cuz mm -hmm. it's like oh god what if i fuck it up like yeah I'm sure. even experiencing like a little bit of that. Like when things like happen fast, it's like fuck mm -hmm. because um, you're doing the Broadway Comedy Club. Oh yeah, you yeah. have a residency there. Yeah, that, yeah, that was really cool. I just did the um, they do this thing called the Industry Room, where you get an opportunity to audition for either a festival or a residency or a, blah 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 blah. And depending on how well you do or how well they like you, you get rewarded accordingly. And I was lucky enough to receive a, a month-long residency at the Broadway Comedy Club, so I'm going to be performing there at 11 o'clock every Thursday night in September, which That's is very nice. That's fucking badass. Yeah, I had the first one this Thursday. How did it go? I have not bombed that badly in a very oh, no. long time. <laughs> and it was just, yeah. It happens, oh, though. Oh, for sure, yeah. And it's part of the gig. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, like, that's the thing. It's like, they're like, oh, God, oh, no. It's like, no, like, this is part of, like, the yeah. process. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of it was just, like, my, I don't realize, because I'm so used to talking about it, that my, my shit's heavy yeah and they just were not ready to talk about religion and god right and yeah, mental health yeah at a comedy club so i'm like <laughs> so the thing i did i felt like really bad for a, like a couple of hours i'm like oh, man i should just stop doing this i'm like well this would be dumb to be the hill to die on like this isn't worth right it. and then i just like got home i was like okay Let's get a solid four-minute set that's, like, really silly and fun and Right, light. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was, like, doing jokes about killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could just hear the, all the... <laughs> <laughs> and I was that's like, okay, great. so you guys are Jeff Foxworthy, not Maria Bamford fans. Got it. That's Gr great. Cool. <laughs> and I, that, it made me immediately text Mike and be like, thank you for the Jekyll and Hyde Club where oh, I yeah. can just talk about whatever the hell I want. Well, that's the thing. That's what's great. What we wanted when we were doing that is mm -hmm. like, we just have to have the space where like you can just go up and just like try whatever the fuck. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's yeah, it's so important um, to be able to admit that the show didn't go well and that you know you like okay we have to like mm. reformulate we uh you know have another game plan because yeah. that's fascinating because i don't really do stand up like i've dabbled in it yeah but i don't really like do it like and i'm, I'm i don't know it's so stand i have a weird relationship with stand up because like i'll get into it i'm like man this is like why am i not doing this all the time and then like I don't know, other times... One bad night, and then you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then For I'm sure. sad that you have, like, the bad night, which, that's what's funny, is, like, I, like, it's not that, like, my ego's hurt with it, I'm just like, am I really, like, enjoying doing it? Like, do I want to, like, I feel like I don't have the heart of a stand-up. Mm. Like, a stand-up, like, a true someone who has the heart of, like, specifically stand-up comedy will do, like, what you did. Like, you're, like, you'll go back, and you're like, man, we gotta reform it, we gotta replan. I'm just like... Maybe I like do like because I was always in like movie like I love like acting like yeah, performing like sure. yeah it's weird when like actors do stand up it is actually a it's lot of the, usually terrible yeah it's it depends on like and you're right they just have to have the core of someone who understands and respects the craft of it and this isn't yeah. like me bashing anyone or anything but it is a different gig and a lot of like very, very funny yeah. actors think they could do 
stand-up. Yeah, it does. It's and very it doesn't different. translate all yeah. the time. And like my roommate Miles does it, and every once in a while, and he's funny. He has a good set, but like he he admits like. I'm interested in it, but it's a lot of work, and I don't know if I'm. It's something I want to do. You know, that's kind of how I've felt always about stand up. But it's that weird, like yin and yang of it, mm-hmm. where I like I say that, but then I always kind of like find ways to drift. It. It's so weird. I don't know. I kind of get my shit together. I suck. <laughs> I'm just the worst. But you, um, you on the other hand, yeah. Uh, how do you like write? Like writing, because I know you do like a you've done sketch and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, do you set aside time to like specifically sit down and like, okay, I'm gonna focus on this, or is it like come and go? It's um, more or less come and go, specifically when there's a prostitute. No, there's, <laughs> it's um, very much come and go in as much as like I'll pretty much all the time I'll have a weird thought and I'll write that down and go, is that funny? Right. Can I make it funny? And then other times I have gone, okay, here's a subject that you know something about. Just start riffing by yourself and see what comes of it, see if you like anything, which it always kind of sounds like something an insane person would do because yeah. you're just at home talking to yourself going, <laughs> oh, well, you know, Charlemagne was, you know, blah, blah, blah. and it's like, no, this none of this is good. But um, <laughs> I do that too, though. That's yeah. that's the thing. Like, and I do feel crazy too. Like mm-hmm. when, sometimes when I'm, I'm like writing like something like uh, like an episode or something, I'm just like writing out. I'm like, I'll like kind of like say it out loud. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's, you know, that's, uh, that's well, part of it. Specifically with dialogue, you have to hear whether or not it sounds actable right yeah yeah of course yeah because you know i go i went to the store today right new yeah <laughs> i went to the store today yeah yeah that sort of thing um but yeah i i will have a weird thought and i have like a little notebook that i'll write it down and hopefully okay. remember the whole joke right because sometimes i'm just like what the fuck is this <laughs> mayonnaise is to salad dressing what gargamelli is to Eddie Wainthrop? That doesn't make sense. That's just a bad logic puzzle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only on like one cup of coffee right now, by that's the way. That's fine. So my, I'm like kind of... K- 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 no, that's... Uh, I feel like that that fits into it because mm. I'm getting you when you're... You know, we got to... We gotta throw a lot of daggers at you. I feel like Cato in a way. I'm just like jumping out. I'm like this, this, that. Stay on point. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, always um, be ready. Yeah. Um, but what's really actually been really great, and the reason Miles and I started a production company, Wayward Wordsmiths. Wayward um, Wordsmiths. Yes. Um, we were 16 when we named it, and okay. now we're stuck with it. <laughs> um, woos. Um, for short, or it's funny. Uh, this is this is a point that Douglas Adams made that um, www dot is the only acronym that's nine times as long as what it stands for because World uh, Wide Web three syllables www. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's really dumb. It's a bad acronym. <laughs> so whoa whoa whoa. Um, but. Uh, What's really wonderful about having Miles around is the fact that we can bounce off each other really well. I'll, like, say a joke and go, is that funny? He goes, yeah, but what if we took it here? We've gotten very good at improvising, and that's generally how we write all of our sketches. Like, I'll say a joke, or I'll have an idea, and then we'll flesh it out from there. Right. Yeah. And then, But sometimes, like, um, I'll just have a random idea and just start writing it down because I need to get it out. Yeah, no, that's how I yeah. feel. Like, I, I usually, like, find, like... It's towards like it's like usually the middle of the night because I like I stay mm-hmm. up super late and I'll just be like just doing nothing and then like then like you know you just get these random ideas or it's just like these weird flashes um, and it's like oh yeah then you just follow that that story uh, mm-hmm. storyline 
But sure. the whole thing that's interesting with your podcast is like you really you highlight the connection between like being somebody that does that that is going to sit by themselves and like scratch onto a piece of paper and like mutter mm-hmm. to themselves and is going to stay up like in the middle of the hours and just like like when you've been working all day and you should be sleeping like by all mm-hmm. intents like you should be tired but like you're you're just like up writing and you connect that to like mental health yeah you are bipolar that is correct okay yeah i'm bipolar too with ultra rapid cycling which is like uh it's like a river raft it's just like right um and basically what that means is it's um it's the lighter form of the condition which is nice i kind of lucked out that way um so you get little small um, manic episodes which are called hypomania which mm-hmm. means um you just you have a bunch of really great ideas and you can't sleep well and sometimes you get really agitated and that's really difficult to deal with yeah and then you get major depressive episodes so like something that uh, being depressed for like two months Whereas the hypomania will probably last like a, a week to a month at most. Wow. Yeah. Um, and um, since it's a smaller episode, it's lighter. It, it means um, you don't get like a lot, not a lot of the auditory or visual hallucinations or a psychosis that come with a major manic episode, which is interesting. And you've you've been through those flames. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, How do you get yourself like when you're mm-hmm. in like the worst of it, like the like the lowest, like crazy how do you get yourself out of that? Um, you mean when I'm in a really bad low? Yeah. Um well when you're seeing the demons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um well I mean a lot of it is just like picking and choosing the things you let yourself have access to in the world. In that point, because like you mean like uh yeah exterior stimuluses mm, and a lot of it yeah like how do you mean like heavy music like um music or like I like I'm in a bit of a uh, down swing right now and right. I've been like listening to a lot of Carly Rae Jepsen because it's just so happy who's that oh, okay and it's just pop music and okay. then like a lot of Adventure Time because it's really positive and right. then also like the people you let into your life at that point you got to be you know kind of careful and curate who is okay yeah. to be around. Um, that and, like, I've been through therapy a couple of times, and the only reason I'm not seeing a therapist is because my insurance situation changed, which is really Ugh. great. But um, a lot of it is also, like, positive self-talk, and yeah. or as I like to call it, internal bragging. That's Yeah, that's you know, great. Yeah, and it's it's just talking yourself through what's going on. And Craig Ferguson put it really well when he said, treat yourself like someone you like. Yeah. Like, so if you had a friend who's depressed, how would you want to, how would you treat them? Yeah. And so you kind of go from there. And so, but there was a a moment where I was just like, I got home. I was like, I'm going to go get a bag of potato chips and some gummy bears and just fucking just dwell in this misery for like a hot second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes like you have, like sometimes like the idea Mm -hmm. of not acknowledging that yeah. you have that sort of nagging and like you know I don't go through depression as like like that I obviously you know I I was I lucked out you know in the the genetic roll of the dice where mm-hmm. I, I don't have to deal with those sort of things but you know you do get into like depression states and oh, yeah. um yeah it's just like getting yourself out of that is the last thing you want to do is pretend there isn't like that little thing that's like there, like that little, like what do they say in the matrix? That splinter in your mind. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, cause sometimes like, it's really easy to be like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. Everything's great. And, and that sort of that bullshit, like, yeah, no, that's, that's okay. But it's like, no, like you gotta, 
Yeah. You got to let yourself feel that part and not pretend that, you know, everything's great. Sometimes you have to be, you know, you have to do the, you know, gummy bear and potato chip <laughs> equivalent of like, I'm just going to sit with this mm-hmm. and feel it and get through it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, I think, uh, oh. I think a huge part of it as well is like just being like you're saying, being honest about it because like it's so hard. Yeah, like I had it's a couple. So hard to be honest with yourself. A really couple really bad days in a row, and I had rehearsal for the play that I'm doing right, right now. Right. Yeah. Right. And people are like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" I'm like, "I'm having a bad day." Yeah. I just like I was yelling at, like actually vocally yelling at myself in my house this morning. Wow. Yeah. And like, and people are like, "Okay," and like, luckily, I'm the community in which I'm doing this play is like really affirming and warm and really great right but it is you get sometimes some people like okay I, that's too much I don't know how to handle this and then it's like you know the the crowd of the Broadway comedy club like oh this is too much right yeah 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 and a lot of it like you were saying I was saying about like curating who you come into your life the people that are like oh okay let me know if I can help you those are the people to keep around because those are the people that like understand there's something that they don't understand yeah and they're there to help but they're not gonna like for something, you know right, what I mean? Which right. is really, really great. But yeah, it is, you, you do gotta have to just like let yourself live it and then just also know that it's okay and you can move on from it. And it's this moment's not gonna last forever. Right, yeah. Unless you're, you know, unipolarly depressed and then I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. And it's just all the time. And like what you're saying, you, there's a difference between being depressed because of circumstance and being depressed clinically right yeah and everyone gets depressed because of circumstance depression yeah Yeah. they they lose a loved one love one or you know they're going through a breakup or a hard time right and that's completely valid as well yeah like but it's just the there's no reason for me to feel this way and it's not sadness it's like a void which it like it a void yeah like you don't feel anything you're numb to things yeah okay and it's like you know when you're just like not feeling it when you know you like this thing that makes you happy yeah on an intellectual and you're just like not into it that day you know sure yeah it's that for every action and it's exhausting wow yeah it's just that like it's yeah it's like how do i muster like any sort of like okay i gotta do that yeah yeah it's like i i've woken up and the first thought is like this again (laughs) yeah i'm just like oh cool this is the day i'm having great great glad well that's yeah that that's so interesting because i feel like so few people have to deal with that and that's like have you ever um looked up and again this is just me Mm -hmm. an outsider like someone just throwing you know darts at the wall here Uh, have you ever um looked into or heard of like ayahuasca or the benefits of like ayahuasca like what people have been going through with that i have no idea what that is have you never heard of ayahuasca i've never heard of ayahuasca ayahuasca ceremony never uh, okay Okay, interesting sounds okay now that you say the full name it sounds vaguely familiar and i'm gonna pretend that i go i'm I'm gonna go yeah 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 (laughs) okay sure but for the listeners at home that might not know what ayahuasca is could you explain it to them yes no i would (laughs) nothing would make me more happy um we're both professionals on the subject yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, ayahuasca it's basically it's this thing that's been growing for a very long time um this ceremony that more and more people are getting into there's some really awesome documentaries on it um 
uh, that one includes um, fucking, as I say that, I'm blanking on the fucking title, but if you Google ayahuasca documentaries, you can find mm-hmm. a ton of shit on it. Um, one of them had Michelle Rodriguez that was like kind of like the head that was talking about it and going through it. I fucking it. love her. She's great. And she it's such a beautiful documentary because she talks about her ayahuasca experience and she goes through her childhood and her past mm-hmm. and all of her sadness that she was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's basically the ceremony thousands of years old million as long as the earth has been around people have been working with plant medicines mm-hmm. uh basically a ceremony people go to the jungle with these shamans these uh people these natives these jungle natives in the amazon they make this brew it's a psychedelic brew you drink it um and you go on a 12 hour probably longer lasting intense psychedelic trip and it's not fun it's like mm-hmm. you don't go to do ayahuasca cuz you're like necessarily like I want like Bonnaroo than ayahuasca. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> um, uh, no. you go there because you want to do work on yourself. Yeah. Um, and basically, people, their experience, it's all very similar. They go into the realm of the metaphysical. They go into this other whatever you want to call it, subconscious state. And a lot of people go deep into their childhood. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy Michelle Rodriguez, knew in the documentary, told this really beautiful story about. Um, very sad, very dark story, but beautiful. Um, about he was a depressant for a very long time. A depressant. <laughs> he was a depressant. He was depressed for a very long time. A depressant, a depressed person, depressant. Yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. <laughs> Just going to <laughs> nice little Quite a horrible manto. new word. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bullies out there, if you need another yeah. word in your repertoire, <laughs> that one's for you guys. Tweet at Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah. That's Will Wheaton. That's good. Um, but uh, no, he was depressed for a very long time. It was, um, uh, I don't know if it was clinical, but he had a lot of rough stuff. He was a mm-hmm. heavy drinker, a narcotics user. Mm-hmm. And he took this brew and he talked about this vision he had of going back to his childhood house and seeing himself as a child and his childhood self bringing him into the house. And he asks his younger self, this is the story he told, um, why have I had this sad, I just can't get rid of this sadness. Why do I have this self-destructive urge? And uh, the child, the version of himself showed him uh, an image of him. Uh, it was his uh, grandfather and they were, he was uh, getting molested mm-hmm. by his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And it was this repressed memory mm. and it brought it right to the surface. And um, he immediately uh, flashed from that to another vision that he talked about um, where he's like, like, you know, he's going through it and he was at this, he was looking at the moon Asked the, it's crazy. Cause it's the realm of, it's the archetypical stuff that you're dealing with here. So it's weird when you describe it, mm-hmm. but he was talking to the moon and he's like, I need a new heart, mm-hmm. please. Could you give me a new heart? The moon takes it out of his chest, uh, scrubs it off, gives it back to him. He takes it. His heart turns black again. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I need a completely new one. I need you to watch me. And he gives him a new heart. Yeah. And then he said once he woke up from that vision, his whole perception of reality changed. And, like, he, like, dropped, you know, his narcotics issues or whatever. And um, that's kind of what the documentary is about. People who have, like, this really heavy stuff that happened to them and this really heavy feelings Mm -hmm. apparently do this sort of uh, take these psychedelics and they can Mm -hmm. reconcile with it. 
Interesting. Long fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels very like um, Luke going to the cave in Dagobah. Yes, that's what I wanted to get and I'm to. I'm like, that's dope as hell. Yes. But like, my my concern is like, number one, number one, I've never done like um, psychedelics, so I have no experience prior to that. So I yeah. might just have a heart attack and die. <laughs> no one's one. ever died. Okay. Um, number two, um, I would be so worried that like my mind would snap, just because like. That's just where I, I come from yeah. a place from of worry most of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I and like a lot of it is like I just don't want to mess with this shit already. Yeah, but yeah. But that's definitely a very interesting thing. If like someone flew me to the Amazon to do it, like right. I would do it. I just I don't think I can afford to do it at any point in the near future. <laughs> well, that's what's so fascinating yeah. about it is that it's spreading and it's mm -hmm. actually getting uh, FDA approved. Oh yeah. Um, that people are starting to use it clinically now, and in New York City, people are actually using ayahuasca um, to, you know, with uh, mm -hmm. their issues or whatever. And it's slowly mm -hmm. growing uh, in major cities. Oh. Um, it's fascinating. It's really so. It's like what you said. Yeah, it's going into the cave in Dagobah, mm -hmm. and that's what it is. Like you getting to take this this thing you were talking about, this numb, this void numbness mm -hmm. that you're thinking, and if you just like. I don't know, maybe use it as like a tool or something or how I use it as a tool in my life. It's like, make that thing Darth Vader yeah. and you're fucking <laughs> Luke Skywalker and you've got to vanquish that fucking demon that's keeping you from your happiness. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And a lot of it, um, it actually is very motivating in as much as like, um, I know other people that have this problem and I know that it's not being talked about enough. And so even when I am like just like super bummed out, it is like a um, how do you say it? Like it's it's a motivating factor because like I know I have to keep talking about it. I can't yeah. stop talking about it, and so yeah, it, it you can turn a negative into a positive. Easier said than done. Yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how it, do you actually go about doing that? Yeah, well, it's a lot of it is just like it's not about me. Like I find more and more the happier I get is the, the more I make life not about me. Like and. I think most people who are happy have that. And it is, um, I was talking to a manager of mine once that uh, majored in philosophy, and I'm like, well, what's the, you know, what's the secret of happiness? And he goes, okay, find something bigger than yourself and dedicate yourself to it. Mm. And it sounds a lot easier, but it's like you have, to, you have to pick and you have to find the thing that's bigger than yourself. And for me, it's been this betterment of people who have a similar temperament to myself and trying to get it out there and that's why most of my stand-ups about mental health and you know obviously my podcasts about it i've written a book and there's i've talked about it there and like it's all fueling this thing of like we gotta start talking about what was this. the book called it's called it had to be said um it's a collection of poems and short stories so a lot of the poems cool. are about being mentally ill and a lot of them aren't about like the other thing is like I feel like depression is pretty well covered at this point. We all yeah. understand it because we all get sad and feel unmotivated. But a lot of people don't understand like the the other side of it of the hypomania of being like having all of these ideas come to you at once and having so much energy that you physically cannot sleep for days on end, which is an insane thing. You know, um and it's just it's educating people about it and like um I feel like I quote people more than I come up with original ideas, but there's this idea that specifically Rhea Butcher brought to attention of like, if you're not, if you aren't a standard neurotypical 
um, cis white person, any art you do is a political act by virtue of you being there because you're not the norm. Hmm. And there's that idea. And like just fighting against, not against, but like to educate further, to push this like subgroup that I'm a part of into the light and for the people to understand that is super important to me. Yeah. So yeah, I, that kind of wandered a bit. But well, no, that's great because you mentioned that whole that that whole thing of like, yeah, it's great that minorities and like obviously, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can speak as one. Um, it's great that yeah, we need everybody's voices heard. But I don't like this idea of like, if you're a straight white guy, you don't have anything to contribute. That's bullshit. Oh yeah, I don't think that's correct. Yeah, necessarily because it's just like it's not that you don't have anything to contribute. It's just most of the things. <laughs> that you have to contribute, we already know about. It's just like- Maybe, you know. but maybe someone like you, they have a, a you know, a, a mental illness that mm-hmm. they're dealing with or a mental, um, you know, that they're, this baggage that they have. Maybe they have an incredible story of mm-hmm. like, you know, heroism or, you know, uh, their own personal lives of, you know, everybody has their, I just think everybody has such a unique way they look at the world. And I think that's, you know, it doesn't matter like, you know, uh yeah we uh, are where you come yeah, from. yeah yeah you know yeah for sure i i i do definitely agree with that and i didn't want to like if no I'm of course like yeah belittling no no not at all to. not at all no, no and it is like um the the slug the slogan of positive and negative is every voice should be heard yeah and this includes nazis because then you know who to punch <laughs> well even that <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing that these people, this idea, mm-hmm. and oh god, there's this really. I don't know how mm-hmm. how woo woo you get, but I uh-huh. get pretty fucking woo woo. <laughs> I go I go fucking woo woo like nobody's business. Okay, what does woo woo mean? Woo John woo woo. <laughs> I go John woo woo. Um, <laughs> I listen um to this podcast and it had on this uh, a spiritual like podcast. Oh, I see. Yippee hippie. Yippee okay. hippie. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm super yippee hippie. Uh, yeah. But it had on this guy who was a channeler. Okay. And he, ch- if you believe the idea, mm-hmm. he channels beings that are not currently on earth, mm-hmm. beings in another, as they say, octane, a mm-hmm. higher level of consciousness. Now, if you try to only talk to pop stars that have passed on, is it a seance? Yes. No, mm. yeah, yeah, no. It is definitely uh, – no, they don't have anything interesting to say. <laughs> they, fuck those people. <laughs> For the fun of argument, but David Bowie you wouldn't want to have a conversation with from Beyond the Grave? Um, I'm sure David Bowie would be great, yeah. but these things are these things are other. These okay. aren't human. Okay. Be- so. These aren't human souls. Okay. These are the ascended masters. Mm-hmm. And so – Basically, he goes into this thing where, like, he says uh, they speak very fast, and he's written a bunch of books, all beautiful. Mm-hmm. Either whether or not you believe he's, you know, communicating these beings or not, these are beautiful. This is beautiful philosophy that's yeah. pouring out of him. This is the most incredible art you've ever heard. Going, and he repeats mm. what they say because he speaks very fast. And people were asking him questions about the state of the world and the idea of these ideas of like Nazis coming back and where we are in this world and have we regressed and what the being said, or, you know, what he said, whatever you want to believe is that we have this idea 
that we like our separation. Mm. We get off on the fact that like, I'm right, you're wrong. I get mm. to punch this guy because he's wrong. We have to move away from that. And these people that are like talking about what they said, these people are talking about like, you know, Nazi this, Nazi that, like fuck black people. You gotta let them speak and the world will decide that they're wrong. We mm. don't need to punch them. We need to let them hang themselves with a quote unquote with mm. their own, just let them, let them get it out. This idea that like, we're going to shut them down and we're going to like, we're right. And we're going to stomp on them. And it's like, that's not going to get anywhere. And so that was just like some of the stuff that mm. was like, that was being talked about. But, uh, woo woo side of stuff. How do you feel about like that? I, that idea oh, well i mean then this sounds a bit rude to the opinion that you just proffered sure. it's, it's people like that that let the third reich happen the first time right because there were a bunch of people going hey this isn't cool and people were like uh it's obviously really dumb so we're just gonna let it slide and then all of a sudden there were nazis mm. well i'm not saying we're, we're not saying um mm. do nothing oh, we're not saying yeah. let them you know rise in power and uh turn a blind eye when they're murdering people oh yeah and it's it's also like just this because it comes from this idea of moral relativism and mm-hmm. i believe it to that to a degree but i also believe that there is an inherent law that we all know about because when someone does something that is against that, they go, we go, that's not fair. That's not right. And I think they that are involved with the, the most of them involved with the alt-right movement are disobeying that inherent law by going, these people are inferior. Now, because yeah. that, you know, that ain't right as yeah. most people would point out. Now, whether or not that escalates to physical violence, it depends on, what is happening, how far along are we? Because we did, we used to kill Nazis. Now we're just, like, letting them hang out, which I get that we've, like, moved past that. Well, kill Nazis in, the, like, after the war. Like, we, like in World War yeah, II. Yeah, oh, oh, during we, the war, during the yeah, war, yeah. We went across, oh, and sure. we were like, this will not, up with this, I will not put. That w- yeah, that, I feel like that's much different than what's happening here, though. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they say they're Nazis, but they're not a totalitarian government that's taking over the world. Yes. That's very different. Uh, mm. But uh, the idea of us versus them is mm. only going to create more i i do agree with that yeah. like we should try that like, never gets anywhere yeah we should be as inclusive as possible but this also like when when someone's I hope it doesn't I, sound like i'm siding with nazis i'm not siding with them you're, you're, i'm not saying what they're doing is right <laughs> i'm saying that we have a choice on how we react exactly yeah yeah and it, my my issue with that is like you're saying, well, let's be inclusive to a group that is inherently inexclusive, like is exclusive. You know what I mean? You can't like. I agree. Everyone should just love each other and like respect sure. each other or respect each other at the very least. But right. the fundamental is like, well, no, that person's wrong because of a thing they can't help. Sure. And it also like as someone like it does affect um, more people than people are willing to let in on because like. Specifically, if you're going with the whole, like, white supremacy, like, number one, white supremacy is bad. Yeah. You know, because, you know, and then in that, you're going through eugenics. So anyone who has any sort of, like, bad genetic disease or a mental illness is also, like, from that. So it's sure. really a very, very small minority. And th- that, so what you're saying, what I'm getting to is since there's such a small minority, you're right, they'll eventually fizzle out because everyone's gonna be like no we're not doing that." it's the last gasps of i think this whole thing mm-hmm. is just the last gasps of this idea that the 
also with the with the beings talked about yeah. <laughs> back to my back to my crazy yeah. dumb woo woo uh, yeah. bullshit um the idea is that we are evolving as a planetary consciousness mm -hmm. into a higher level of consciousness the I, everybody looks at the internet they're like this is the worst thing ever it's only created a it's created a bunch of dumb angry <laughs> memes. lazy mean memes but yeah yes and no yeah no in the sense that we're all connected we're now. all connected and there has been so much good that has come through that absolutely you know what people don't talk about when they talk about the internet that i find so frustrating is how many villages in this random place in the world mm -hmm. that have been helped through mm -hmm. the internet through people being able to communicate and make a change how many uh bulldozers have been stopped because people got together and stood in front and stopped you know uh these you know uh landscape all this stuff like all this crazy social stuff that's happening is all never been able to been done before mm -hmm. because we've never been instantaneously been able to connect absolutely so the idea is that like you know i'm not saying that you know in the next like when stuff happens i'm not saying that it's going to be a perfect utopian world which i'm saying uh we're definitely evolving yeah. in a conscious uh if that makes any sense. Yeah, I uh, We're evolving consciously. Boy, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, I, I have two main thoughts. One is like uh, the only issue I actually have, and funnily enough, with the internet is that it's polarizing everything. It's us and them, us and them, and us and them. And that's the problem and we need to get problem. over. Yeah. yeah. But also, uh, three points, I guess. And then also on a personal level, like you're saying, it was all, has done all this good. On a personal level, like I've learned about social issues that I never would have considered. Me too. I've expanded my horizons. Like I know more Me too. about like where people are coming from and that's only a positive thing yeah. and the third one i will remember oh right technology is not what's really interesting about evolution because it's changed because for a while it was just like uh, mankind changed everything in the evolutionary game because they looked at like we, we were given thumbs yeah. we were blessed with thumbs we started making tools and so rather than like evolve a coat to for the winter we just looked at something that had a coat i was like i'll take that off and so um, technology has always been involved with our evolution, and now it's getting to a point where it's, like, very clear. We no longer evolve physically. We're doing it mentally, emotionally, yeah. and technologically. And I think that's really fascinating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, it's and it's happening so fast right now. Have you ever heard of Terrence McKenna? Yes. The name sounds very familiar. I love him. Yeah. Uh, he's very – he's an interesting philosopher. Mm -hmm. Um who talked about uh fuck, what did he say it was uh where where evolution mm -hmm. is like the quarter you drop at one of those things like it was like you know goes yeah, yeah. around the big drain mm -hmm. and when humanity started out we you know we were doing tools and primitive stuff and it's like mm -hmm. taking a long time to make a lot of progress and mm -hmm. room, room, and right now we're at the bottleneck of that mm -hmm. thing and everything's going vroom, 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 yeah. and eventually we're gonna pass on to this everything's gonna change yeah where this is the last and what I say about the last gas, we're in the last, we're in the, we're in the eye of the storm, the cycle, the cyclone. We're just spinning around. Everything's happening so fast. Like technology is mm. evolving. The world's falling apart, but we have the ability to fix it. And it's like, it's almost like if someone was writing a story, this is like the climax before, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, everything changes. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that we're at a fork in the road. Either we're going to go down a path that's amazingly fantastic and expands horizons in ways we never could have imagined or uh some bad shit's gonna go down yeah or um, both or yeah or a combination of uh yeah of the both um but uh yeah it's just really interesting to see how there's so many different ways to like uh 
tackle the issue, I think, to tackle yeah. uh, uh, what I'm getting back around to is, like, the whole all right shit. Yeah. There are other ways to yeah. retaliate. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, like, I was talking Otherwise, you go down that yeah. other path. Yeah. Um, and it's quicker and easier the dark side is. But it yeah. is, like, also. Yes. Yeah, I love that. It is, like, um, I was talking with someone. It's, like, you, if you can defeat them in a social forum with debate, yes. But at a certain point, these people aren't going to, like, they're they're not going to debate anything. They're just going to go and do these things. Sure. And it's getting to a point where it's, like, it's it's really bizarre that, like, like people have, like, committing hate crimes left and right, and we're just, like, not doing a lot about it. And I think that's fascinating in as much as, like, we, 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 we tow a pretty hard line about that here in America. What the hell happened? Or did we? I, I mean, mean, that's for, also fair. For Senate people, um, sure. Uh, yeah, but I think we're at this point now, and it's a result of like getting in that bottleneck mm-hmm. where the chickens are coming home to roost. We're reaping what we sowed. We're having a uh, um, fuck. I forget the word, but um, we're having a confrontation with all the shit that we were sweeping under the mm-hmm. rug, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with the internet as well. Yeah, because, like, yeah. Obviously, yeah. we had this access to this information, yep. and we're like. This is what's been going on. Yep, yep. This is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And for sure, and like the for the first time, we have this ability to actually. What gives me the most hope about mm-hmm. it? We have this ability to like now we can look at this stuff. No one's been able to really look. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember having a, a conversation uh, a while back with uh, my friend's parents, and they lived in the suburbs. And I was like, you know, like in like ninth grade, I was like, we got to do like all this stuff, man. And they're just like. You mentioned like stuff like the police being, you know, kind of shady sometimes, oh, and yeah. they've done things, and they're just like, please, come, 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 come. They're, they're like, officers. They're of officers the law. of the law, Isaiah. They're all, yeah. they're good. They're they're good, all, all of them. Mm-hmm. But now we're at this point where it's like, there are good police out there, of course, oh, for sure. of course. But there's a big problem with the system that they're working in mm-hmm. because the system they're working in, it doesn't always protect people. Yeah, for sure. And in fact, does the opposite. Um, and so now we have the ability to really look at that. And yeah. that's so interesting. And it actually, in a weird way, is really hopeful because we're like, what a lot of people, and I've talked specifically a lot, specifically a lot of young people, <laughs> they don't understand that the internet's a new thing. I don't understand. I don't you even know. fully grasp. I grew up with it. Yeah. And it's like, we grew up with it. And things are changing, but it takes time. And like, I was, I got into yeah. this very heated debate with this. My friend and um, we were talking about like a lot of representation in the media and like he's like it's not enough. I need like a hundred percent this. I'm like, we're, we we got to take baby steps. I know it's like a, I'm like, I know I'm like a straight white man telling you to hold your horses and it really pisses you off. But you're gonna have to just wait a couple years and then we're gonna get to a point where we're gonna have a bunch of gays in the media, a bunch of all court you know not white people and like it's gonna be great but you gotta give it 10 years i love this voice you're doing by the way for this character <laughs> rent just came out at like a couple of decades ago <laughs> we're taking baby steps we're making it happen um but yeah. yeah no that's the thing that's so interesting about this time because yes that's that's uh that's the thing that you have mm-hmm. to realize is that it doesn't all happen at once. Mm-hmm. But um And we're on a cusp of something that's really wonderful and hopeful and beautiful because we do have all this access to understand uh, and enlighten other people about other people's situations, which you know, is really wonderful. I think 
because like I was saying earlier, like a lot of like I had no idea that like for example the police thing. I was a suburban kid, so I went like, sure. well, no, I trust the police. Sure, and it's because like. I'm a white suburban kid that doesn't also like I don't commit many crimes or any crimes. Hi, mom. Um, <laughs> except for crimes against myself. <laughs> Emotional crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like and so you you come from a place of privilege and I think everyone comes from their own different place of privilege sure. because like privilege means a knowledge that first of not all, everyone has. Yes. First of all, all this stuff of like people like check your privilege, like yeah, yeah. sure on one level, but like we're all born in America. How about people like in like so we all have privilege. Like yeah, there, are, I saw sure. a picture of like a kid in Syria. Their dad was giving him a bath uh, in a the post apocalypse. Like it looked yeah, like it the cutscene like... from Terminator when they take over. If you've ever been, there to is nothing anywhere in Madagascar. It's crazy there. <laughs> oh, like no, it's really like. So and, we all have privilege. Oh, for sure. It's really facetted with the juxtaposition. If you have legs, you have privilege. If you yeah. can, if you're alive, you have privilege. <laughs> Every day of a privilege. Yeah. yeah, I was I was walking down the street, relaxed and feeling good. No, um, <laughs> I was walking down the street and I was really anxious and angry, and I was like just oh, in a bad mood. And then I saw this guy stalking one of the newsstands, but he was just missing his left hand from like the elbow down. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I still got both of these. It's yeah. an okay day. Yeah, like you just got to put things in perspective. And once again, it's not about you. Like anyone who's like, well. I should deserve this, that entitlement. And I've been dealing with, once again, a lot of young people, yeah. a lot of people in my, my generation. I was like, I don't see this whole millennial thing of like, oh, but, uh, they're all a bunch of entitled assholes. Then I recently, you know, expanded my, my friend group a little bit. I'm like, oh, no, this sucks. I get where, like, people are coming from. But it is also like we're all – we all feel entitled because we all grew up in this wonderful, prosperous country – and it's a like immensely blessed and like as difficult as it is sometimes, you know, you gotta take a moment and go, It's all right. You have your life, you have your health, you have hopefully friends and loved ones and your family and like whatever it is, and you have like small moments that, that'll make you feel happy. And like going back to what you're saying, that's how you get over being bummed out. Yeah. You go, Look how lucky you are. Yeah. It's yeah, like that's great. wow. Yeah. You know, because and like, and it's something like a lot of uh, people who come out of like AA. It's like it is like every day above ground because it does give you this weird focus of just appreciating life when you have been in a place where you're not able to experience it. Yeah, really. yeah. So when you do, you're like, oh man. And even like when the bad stuff happens, that like contrasts and like to quote Goodwill Hunting, it wakes up to you, you up to the good stuff that you had. Yeah, exactly. You no, know, it's it's all an up and down, a positive and a negative. And yeah, yeah, and like. Everything, like I found, like everything's really happy and sad at the same time. There's never a moment where, where <laughs> yeah. someone's just yeah. like pure joy. There's always yeah. something in the back going, wow. And there's never like a moment of just pure sadness and anguish without someone going, you know, people laugh when they're upset a lot, uh-huh. you know. And I think that's all. I think that's all right. And I think it's okay to be experiencing all of life all the time and it's all right you know because i think a lot of people want to cut that out and shy away from it and just want to be the biggest like we have this wonderful beautiful country but the biggest lie that we've been told is that we should be happy the whole time right yeah happy is not sustainable yeah you just got to be all right yeah it's uh okay yeah i think it it goes back to that thing it's like being honest with yourself when you are and when you aren't because that's you know that's everything yeah and if you just play around like pretending to be happy no 
You can't do it. It doesn't, uh, you can't. And it's you alive. <laughs> a little bit of Wolfman Jack at the end. <laughs> but, um, man, yeah. we're at the end of this thing, buddy. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. Uh, where thank can people find all of your stuff? Um, my website. I have a website. Wah, really wah, nice wah. website, by the way. I liked it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Wah, 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 Tristanjmiller.com. Wah, wah, wah. Dot Tristan J Miller dot com. Yeah. Are you on the uh, Instagrams? I am. I'm Charmed Chancer. They are on the Instagrams, and that's the same thing with my Twitter. Okay, cool. Um, and that's Charmed, and then Chance, R. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna have to change it eventually, but now is not the time. <laughs> but yeah. uh, thanks again for coming on, guy. Uh, wait, wait. It was, that was weird. I said guy. thanks for never coming. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, thanks for listening, guys, and I said thanks for coming on, and I like split the difference. Yeah. Thanks what? for coming on, no, guy. guy. Hey, yeah, guy. It's, it's nice. Thanks okay. for coming on, guy. Yeah. Thanks, friendo. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Friendo, you're gonna blow my brains out with an air. <laughs> friendo, that's the last thing you want to hear. No, no. Uh, you guys can find me um, on Instagram, IJ underscore Mueller. Uh, you can check out my sketch comedy, uh, facebook.com forward slash mad sketchy comedy. Um, I'm going to be getting on a website soon, too. I need to get that. Um, and uh, you can also just uh, like uh, throw me in Googles or some shit. I don't know. Google my name. Who knows? Uh, I feel like there's something else. That... Um, no, I'm not. No? I'm forgetting anything. That's it. Okay. Uh, love you all. Uh that was a kiss. I blew you oh, all a kiss. How sweet. Mm-hmm. Every little thing is going to be all right. And listen to the Ascended Masters. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh.